There is a healthy fear. And there is an unhealthy fear. Always worrying and fretting about everything. Being scared of your own shadow. I like this saying. Someone once said, Worry is an old man with a bended head carrying a load of feathers which he thinks are lead. Okay, today we're going to see what the Bible has to say about fear. Good fear and bad fear. Now, I was telling Pastor, never in my 40-something years of ministry has the Lord ever given me a message that is to go like this. It started um, studying, <laughs> now don't get scared, I started studying in Genesis and wound up in Revelation. And we're going to go all the way through, but we'll start with Deuteronomy, the first chapter. And I don't want you to think this is going to be an hour-long message, although last week was the first time I had preached in over two months. So I sort of got it, you know, all out of my system last week. So you won't get the whole load today, okay? <laughs> but don't get scared. We're going to go right down the line, it's going to be easy to follow um, because we're going to start in the Old Testament and we're going to wind up in the New Testament. Deuteronomy 1 and 21. Behold, the Lord thy God hath set the land before thee. Go up and possess it as the Lord God of thy fathers hath said unto thee. Everybody say, fear not. Fear not, fear not neither be discouraged. We live in discouraging time, but the Word of God tells us not to fear and not to be discouraged. Now go to Deuteronomy 3 and 22. Ye shall not fear them, for the Lord your God shall fight for you. How many here has God ever fought for you? Amen. Now, the 10th chapter, the 12th verse, And now Israel... What doth the Lord thy God require of thee but to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, and to serve the Lord thy God with all of thine heart and with all thy soul. So he's saying this is what God requires of you, and it is to fear the Lord, fear the Lord, walk in his ways, Love him, serve him with all your heart and with all of your soul. We cannot be half-hearted in our service to God. Deuteronomy 20 and 3. And shall say unto them, Hear, O Israel, ye approach this day unto battle against your enemies. Let not your hearts faint. Fear not. And do not tremble, neither be ye terrified because of them. So here we have three key words said, faint, don't faint. Don't let your hearts faint. How many's ever heard a, a, a word or some news and it just made your heart faint? I mean, you just felt faint in your heart. I've been there. He said, but don't fear 
And then he said, don't tremble. Some things will actually make you tremble. And he said, don't be terrified because of them. We need to understand that the God within us is bigger than the enemy that is out there. Amen. Deuteronomy 30, this is our last chapter in Deuteronomy 31, 6 through 8. I love this. Be strong. Everybody say, be strong. Be strong and be of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he is that doth go with thee. It is he that goes with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Have you ever felt forsaken of the Lord? God is always there for us. We may not always see him like Job said, I looked on the left, he wasn't there on the right, in front and back, but God was there the whole time, amen. Sometimes we've just got to walk by faith. And Moses called unto Joshua and said unto him in the sight of all Israel, be strong and of good courage, for thou must go with this people unto the land which the Lord has sworn unto thy father to give them, and thou shalt cause them to inherit it. And the Lord, he it is that doeth good before thee. I love this. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither be dismayed. Oh, what a word, hallelujah. God is telling us as Christians today in the pandemic and everything that we are facing, fear not. I mean, those words were so loud and so clear at six o'clock Wednesday morning. Fear not, fear not. We as Christians do not need to live in a spirit of fear, amen, hallelujah. Second Kings, the 17th chapter. Verses 36 through 39. But the Lord who brought you up out of the land of Egypt with great power and a stretched out arm, him shall ye fear and him shall ye worship and to him shall ye do sacrifice. And the statutes of the ordinances and the law and the commandment which he wrote for you, ye shall observe to do forevermore. And ye shall not fear other gods. And that other gods is a little g. You don't need to fear the gods of the world. He said, you shall not fear other gods. And the covenant that I have made with you, ye shall not forget, neither shall ye fear other gods. Verse 39, but the Lord your God ye shall fear, big g. The Lord your God ye shall fear and he shall deliver you out of the hand of all of your enemies. But I thought you said that we are not to fear. There is a fear that goes with God. It's a reverent fear, and that then we should fear God. Amen? Job, the third chapter, the 25th verse, Job said, For the thing that I greatly feared is come upon me. And that which I was afraid of is come upon me. So he said that that I feared, that was on my mind, I feared it and it came upon me. You can actually cause things to happen by the things that you think. Amen. So why not think good things? Amen. Think good things. 
Psalms 23 and 4, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Oh, hallelujah. I like that. He said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm telling you right now, God has not instructed you and I to build a house, a habitation in the valley of death. God has instructed you and I to walk through it. It was never meant for us to live there. It was never meant for us to inhabit that place, but it was meant for us to walk through it. Some of y'all are walking through it right now, and I want to encourage you this morning that God is walking with you. He's got your hand. He's got your thoughts. He's got your best plans in his hands. And he's going to be there for you. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Psalms 33. No, Psalms 27. Verses 1 through 3. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Well, if God is on your side, you've got nothing to fear. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. God is our confidence. Amen. Psalms 33, 18, Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him and upon them that hope in his mercy. The eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him and that hope in his mercy. I fear the Lord with a reverent fear, amen, and I dwell in his mercy. Psalms 34 and 7, The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. Hallelujah. Can you imagine if you could just see in your lifetime the angels of the Lord just encamping around about you. There are many people that have told me that I have wore out my guardian angels. I'm on my 100th right now. I said, well, I can't help it that they can't keep up with me on the interstate, but you know... (laughs) The angels of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and deliver them. And this is one of my most favorite verses, Isaiah 41 and 10. I write this in my book. When I autograph one of my books, I put this scripture in there. I just love this scripture, Isaiah 41, 10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of thy righteousness, of my righteousness. Fear not. Be, don't, don't be dismayed. I'm your God. I'll strengthen you. I'll help you. I'll uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. How many need that this morning? Just wave to him saying, yes, I need that. I need you, Lord, to do that for me. Isaiah 43, 1 through 2, I, I, used, to, I used to just... Read this scripture all the time. I love it. Isaiah 43, 1 and 2. But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Don't you, aren't you glad that God knows your name? Thou art mine. You do not belong to the devil. You belong to the Lord. 
When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon you. Hallelujah. You'll be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that went through the fiery furnace and you came out and you didn't even have the scent of smoke on you. You wasn't burned. You didn't smell like smoke. Amen. The rivers are not going to overflow you. The, fl- the fire is not going to kindle upon you. Now, we're going to go to the New Testament. See how fast we went through that Old Testament? Now, the New Testament, Matthew, the 10th chapter. Alicia, I need a Kleenex, please. Matthew 10, 31. Fear ye not, therefore ye are of more value than many sparrows. Now, do you hear that? You're of more value than many sparrows. He's talking about if he so clothed the fields, the lilies, and he watches over the sparrows, his eye is on the sparrow. And thank God he watches over you. Amen? Luke, the 21st chapter. Praise the Lord. Everybody say, fear not. (laughs) I am so excited about this. We just do not need to live in fear. Luke 21, 25 through 28. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations. Do we see that today? Distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring. Listen to verse 26 real close. Men's hearts failing them for fear. And for looking after those things which coming are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Now, let's just stop right there for a minute. Men's hearts failing them for fear. Now, I'm going to go into a very sensitive subject right now, and I want to tread lightly. One thing that has come up on the earth today, that the one thing that has caused more fear on the earth than in a long, long, long time is not war, COVID. Even the name COVID can strike fear in your heart. I am not insensitive to COVID. Last week, a friend of mine, a minister, Dean Yancey in Arkansas, died of COVID. Then in the state of Washington, the state overseer's wife, Sister Knobelish, died of COVID. And in Texas, a friend, not an old person, died of COVID. So I know that COVID is real. And I know that you know that COVID is real. Now, it's not as real as the fake news makes it out to be. But it is real. We've been affected with it, affected with it, not infected, but we have been affected with it right here in our town, right here in our church. But I am here to tell you this morning (laughs) that my God is bigger than COVID-19. God is bigger. God is greater. Amen. Amen. 
And there's been so many of us that has been um, tested. I went, Before I could have knee surgery, I had to be tested with COVID. <laughs> and I'm just going to admit to you that the thought of them taking a long stick swab and going all the way down up my nose and down my throat and everything, I just did not like the thought of it. And I prayed and prayed and prayed. So, Lord, please don't let them do that. I mean, if a little spittle can give you COVID, why can't they just swab the inside of my mouth? Hello. But I'm not a doctor. Anyway, so when they went to do it, and it was a drive through I told that young man, I felt sorry for him afterwards. I said, now listen. Listen, listen, Linda. Please do not shove that thing all the way up my nose, down my throat. He said, ma'am, I'm not. I said, you're not? He said, no, we're just going to go up, you know, a little a little ways on, on both sides. It had a little bristle on it. And we're going to twist that around. And, and I'm thinking, okay, let me, get, let, let me make sure I got this straight. You are not going to go down. No, ma'am. No, ma'am, we're not. I said, okay. So he went up and he twisted around. Now, it brought tears to my eyes. But it was nothing like, you know, doing all of that. And I said, oh, thank you so much. And I looked over. There's Lois with the video camera going. <laughs> I mean, what is up with that? Who videos your torment, Lois? <laughs> but COVID is very real. It's like any flu, I mean, it, it, it can kill you just like the, the, the other flus can kill you. But if you're not careful, if your thought pattern is wrong, you'll see COVID behind every tree. You'll get a little tickle in your throat. Oh, Lord, is that Rona? You know, somebody is sneezing. You'll take off running the other direction. <laughs> We've been sneezing for years, people. And it's okay. I'm a hugger. But I've been resisting hugging for your sake and for my sake. I've been doing some knuckle bumps and some elbow bumps. And if you're really good looking like Clay, I hug. Okay. <laughs> He feels a good spirit about that. He's up there shouting in the booth right now. And that's everybody's preference, personal preference. You know, I have went to shake hands with some, and they said, and I said, I respect that. It's okay. And at this church, we no longer do the break in the middle and go around and hug people's neck and shake people's hands. We wave and we smile. It's safe until this thing passes over. Amen. But don't allow the fear of the media to get a hold of you and live your life in panic to keep you from doing some things that you enjoy. Now, with me, I enjoy going to Walmart. I know you don't, but it is, I just love it. I love it. Well, I didn't get no amens from that. But anyway, <laughs> if y'all need somebody to go to Walmart for you, call me. I will gladly go. I will gladly. I'll, I'll Uber it right to you, man. I'm telling you. Men's heart failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. 
for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, oh, I like this, what's it say? Then look up, lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. Hallelujah. That's a praise break right there. Just give Jesus a hand clap. Our redemption. Who is our redemption? Jesus Christ is drawing near. And we are to the point right now to where that I am to the point right now that I am praying even so come Lord Jesus. Amen. There's nothing on this earth that's got a hold on me. There's nothing here that makes me want to stay longer. I'm telling you the Lord Jesus Christ is wrapping this thing up and the important thing is to be ready to go up when he calls. Amen. Praise God for our redemption draweth near. We've got to be ready. But don't live in the spirit of fear. Why? Because fear is a liar. Now you just try to get that song out of your head. Acts the ninth chapter, verse 31. And then had, then had the churches rest throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria and were edified and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost were multiplied. When you have a reverent fear of the Lord, you can rest assured and take comfort that the Lord is going to take good care of you. The Lord is going to take good care of you. You know, it's appointed unto man once to die, then to judgment. Unless we are here for the rapture, we're all going to take our last breath one day. Pastor, that just does not worry me. It does not worry me. One day I'm just going to close my eyes in death, and then the first thing I'm going to see is Jesus. Amen. And then they can take me to Mama and Daddy and Granny James. Amen. But death, like one guy wrote a song, death ain't no big deal. It hurts the living that are left behind, the ones that are grieving. But as a Christian, death does not hurt you. There's no sting. There's no victory in the grave. Amen. Death is no big thing to a Christian. Romans 8 and 15. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Like I said, we have a reverent fear of the Lord. And he has adopted us. We're his children. He is our father. And as we're saying, he is a good, good father. Amen. He cares for us. Second Corinthians, the seventh chapter, verse 1. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness. Wash your hands. 
of the flesh and wash your hands is not in the Bible. I mean, that, not in that scripture right there, but it is in the Bible. It says, wash your hands, you filthy sinners. <laughs> but anyway, going back, from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Now go to Philippians, the second chapter, verse 12. Philippians 2 and 12. Wherefore, my brethren, as ye always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. What does that mean? That means don't just be good in church. Don't just live right around the pastor, but in the absence of church, in the absence of the pastor or other Christian friends, live right. Live right. He said, you, you, you're living right in my presence, but when I'm gone, it's even more important that you live right in my absence. I was telling Jean and <laughs> Vicki, this is a joke, okay? So don't go away from here saying that it's true. I, they was asking me, somebody's asking me how my knee was doing. I said, well, I'm doing that therapy, and I'm going to tell you right now, they are pushing my knee beyond elasticity, and I now have learned how to cuss. Okay. Okay. It's a joke, people. It's a joke. I have not said a cuss word, Okay. I live right in the presence of them, okay? Sometimes I want to slap them. In fact, the other day when that one woman did that one cupping on the inside of my knee, my hand went like that and she went like that. I think somebody has hit her before, but it wasn't me. Salvation is not to be taken lightly. Folks always quote that scripture when somebody says something to them that hurts them or hits them right where they live. Well, the Bible says for me to work out my own salvation. I'll just work out my own salvation. They never quote the last of it. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Fear and trembling that you don't want to disappoint God you don't want to fail God now now I, I, I'm sure that you're I don't want to go down alone so I'm sure that you're like me every once in a while you disappoint God and every once in a while you fail him please say amen I'm standing up here by myself and y'all just like little Jesus sitting back there I never do that <laughs> but we should work out our salvation with fear and trembling I don't want to displease God you don't want to displease God amen second Timothy the first chapter we can all quote this second Timothy the first chapter seventh verse for God has not given us the God has not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of and of a sound mind amen some of y'all need that sound mind amen he has not given us the spirit of fear, but instead he has given us 
the spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. Why? Fear torments the mind. Amen. Fear is always at the forefront of your mind. What if this happens? What if that happens? Fear, fear, fear. And you go to bed at night and you dream about it and you wake up with it and you go to bed with it on your mind. Fear is a liar. Fear is torment. And God doesn't want us to live our life like that Elvis Presley song, All Shook Up, amen? We are not to be all shook up. We are the the child of the most high God, amen. There's an unhealthy fear and there is a healthy fear. A healthy fear is if my house catches on fire, I fear burning up in it and I get out. That's a healthy fear. There's a healthy fear of seeing a rattlesnake and not wanting to bend down and pet it. Lois, say amen. There is a healthy fear, and there is an unhealthy fear, always worrying and fretting about everything, being scared of your own shadow. I like this saying. Someone once said, worry is an old man with a bended head carrying a load of feathers which he thinks are lead. That's the way some people are. I know a person right now, her name is Ruth in Arkansas. She, I've known her since I was seven years old. She worries about everything. I mean everything. And if she doesn't have anything to worry about, she worries about not having anything to worry about. I cannot live like that. I will not live like that. Hebrews 11, I'm sorry, 12, Hebrews chapter 12. If you're a Christian, you don't need to worry. If you truly trust God, there's no need to have a spirit of fear on you. Why? Because fear, that unhealthy fear is from the devil. Hebrews 11 and 28 I'm sorry, I said it again. Hebrews 12 and 28. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with what? Reverence and godly fear. Serve God with reverence and godly fear. Hebrews 13 and 6. The very first verse I ever learned to quote in the Bible was in 1964, no, 1962. I was seven, don't do the math, I'm 65. And, <laughs> and so anyway, I was seven years old and in Hoopaw, California, this was before they took prayer out of school, Every day, we would walk across the street to the little Presbyterian church. We'd have Bible study. Can you imagine that? The sin of it all, I'm telling you. Bible and God in school. So the, the very first scripture that they taught 
when I was seven years old, was Hebrews 13 and 6, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. So that we may boldly say, not shine away, the Lord is my helper. How many here can say the Lord is your helper? And I will not fear what man shall do unto me. We need to get a hold of that scripture in days to come. First John, the fourth, I'm bringing it home. First John, the fourth chapter. The 18th verse, there is no fear in love. Why? Because perfect love casts out fear. Because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. If you're a spouse and you're extremely jealous of your spouse that somebody's going to steal him or her away from you, that is torment. And that is not perfect love. Don't make me raise my sign. Amen. Amen. There, there is torment in that. You're afraid that somebody's just going to sweep him away one day or sweep her away one day. And, and there's, just, there's that, that torment, that torment. And you're just so jealous that that is going to happen to you. And what you don't know is nobody else wants them. <laughs> no, there'll always be somebody out there. But there's torment in that. There is no fear in love. Everybody say, no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Now, here's the book you've been waiting for, Revelation. Revelation, the 19th chapter, the fifth verse. And a voice came out of the throne saying, Praise our God, all ye his servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. Everybody on the face of the earth ought to praise the Lord, ought to fear the Lord with reverent fear. Everybody on the face of the earth. Now, I do not serve God because I have a fear of going to hell. No, I don't want to go to hell. I do not want to go to hell. But I don't serve God because of that fear. We serve God because we love him. Amen? Give him a hand clap of glory. We love him. We love him. I find comfort in that. Revelation 22. That's the last chapter of the Bible. And I'm going to read the last two verses of the Bible. 20 and 21. Revelation 22, 20 and 21. He which testifieth these things saith, surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, everybody say, come Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Praise him if you'll come. Now, John the 16th chapter, I just wanted to leave you with one last verse. 
that's out of order with what I've been reading. But I just want to read you with one last verse to comfort you this morning. John 16 and 33, which is the words of our Lord Jesus Christ. These things, Jesus said, I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have, everybody say peace, peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. Everybody say good cheer. Be of good cheer. I, Jesus said, be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. And if Jesus has overcome the world, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And we too are overcomers. Amen. Stand with me. Hallelujah. Once again, say, fear not. not. I know that we live in troublesome times. I know that. And I'm going to give you a recipe to help you not to have so much fear and to help you to have peace in your heart. Here it is. Don't forget it. If you want to have peace in your heart, turn off the news. Turn off the news. People that fear the most are the ones that just glued to that television watching the news. There is enough, Jesus said, there's enough trouble for today without thinking about tomorrow's troubles. Amen. I am so thankful to God that as a child of God, I don't have to fear. As a child of God, I choose not to fear. Many things about tomorrow, I don't seem to understand. But I know who holds tomorrow. And I know who holds my hand. Hallelujah. It's Jesus Christ. And he's going to see us through, church. Take courage. Take courage. Jesus is going to see you through. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Well, where do we go from here, God? If you would... Thanks for listening to the St. Mary's Church Podcast. If you made a decision to follow Jesus today or have more questions about following Jesus, we have pastors who want to talk with you. Connect with us at stmaryschurch.net or through social media on Facebook or Instagram. We can't wait to hear what Jesus is doing in you.